Welcome to the King's Word Bible Study. I'm your host, Brother Vinny Fitzgerald, and today we're going to delve into the Bible to bring you insight from God's Word that will help you to grow and to develop into spiritual maturity. These lessons are designed to help guide you and strengthen you in your relationship with the Lord. Whether you've never opened a Bible or have read it cover to cover, this podcast will inform and uplift you. Our purpose is not only for you to know and to understand the King's Word, but for you to live it out in your day-to-day life. Philippians 4 and 9 tells us, Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. Today, our topic is going to be hearing from God. Let's begin today in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, starting in the first verse, it says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words, of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Howbeit, we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received, not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. George Orwell once said, In a time of universal deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. We are in a time right now of universal deceit. People have become disillusioned, By everything going on, they don't know who's telling the truth and who's lying. They don't know who's for them and who's against them. They no longer know who can be trusted. When we find ourselves in a time such as this, it becomes even clearer to us that we need to be able to hear from God for ourselves, and we need to sharpen our discernment. Let's go to the book of 1 Kings, chapter 19. In 1 Kings, chapter 19, in verse 11, it says, 
And he said, Go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind rent the mountains and brake in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. Many times we want to hear from God, and we are looking for him to speak in an in-your-face type of way. We're looking for something that we can see or hear, something that we can observe, something empirical. God can speak to us in these ways, but if he chooses not to, we automatically start to think that he's not talking to us or that we're unable to hear him. But that's not at all the case. Many times God speaks in a still small voice. It's there, but it's easy to miss if we're not concentrating and listening for it. We need to train ourselves to hear the voice of God. Psalm 42 and 7 says, Deep calleth unto deep. God speaks to us deep within our spirit. Revelation 2 and 29 says, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. It's important to note that the word ear is singular here. It is referring to the spiritual ear within us. If it was referring to the natural ears, the word ear would have been plural. God designed us with a spiritual ear specifically made to hear his voice. We all have this spiritual ear, but just having it isn't enough. We need to utilize it. If we're listening to too many sources and not concentrating on hearing God's voice, we can easily drown out his still small voice and miss it completely. We need to train ourselves to concentrate in the Spirit and to listen in the Spirit. We're not going to hear God's voice in the natural. God is outside of nature. He is supernatural. That is why we need to hear him in the Spirit. The mistake that many make is that they're listening outwardly for something that comes inwardly. When we became born again, we invited Jesus into our hearts and into our lives. Now the Spirit of God is within us, and the kingdom of God is within us. Why should God have to speak to us outwardly when he himself is already within us? He speaks inwardly because he is inside of us. We need to concentrate and listen in the right place in order to hear his voice. Training ourselves to hear the voice of God speaking to us is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. Start small. Ask God a question. It doesn't have to be anything important. It could just be whatever is on your heart at the time. Then trust that he will answer you and practice concentrating and listening in the spirit. Even if it doesn't seem to be there at first, keep trying to listen and don't give up. Pray that God will make you sensitive to his voice. If you're faithful in putting forth the effort and taking the time to listen, God will speak to you and the Holy Spirit will teach you to hear and to recognize his voice. John 10.27 says, My sheep hear my voice and I know them, and they follow me. We are all his sheep and he is always speaking to us. It's our job to listen so that we can follow him. He is our shepherd. It's his job to direct and to guide us. And the way he does this is through his voice the same way that a natural shepherd guides and directs his flock using vocal commands. Proverbs 1 and 5 says in the English Standard Version, Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance. As his servants, our job is obedience, and we can only obey 
and go towards his voice if we hear and recognize his voice. Our job is to listen. When someone you know and are familiar with calls you on the telephone and says hello, we don't need to say, who is this? Because we know who they are and we know their voice. It should be the same way with God. When God speaks to us, we shouldn't always have to say, who is this? Is this really God? Maybe it's God, maybe it's not. We should know definitively that it's his voice. The deeper and deeper our knowledge of God becomes, the more readily that we will be able to recognize his voice. It comes from practice and familiarity. The more we hear it, the more we will recognize his voice. John 10 and 14 says, I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. We should know his voice because we know him. Many people hear the voice of God and they know what was said, but they fail to recognize the source of the voice. This is where discernment comes in. God gets called the word something a lot. People say something told me to do this, or something told me to do that, or something told me to come here. People also refer to this as a gut feeling. When people experience this, they are hearing the voice of God and understanding what is spoken, but failing to discern that it is God's voice. In this case, it's not a hearing failure, it's a discernment failure. Discern is defined as an intransitive verb, meaning to see or understand the difference, to make distinction, as to discern between good and evil, truth and falsehood. When it comes to hearing from God, it's absolutely crucial to have discernment. When we are learning to hear from God, it is much like learning a new language. When learning a new language, discernment plays a major role. You need to discern letters, words, sounds, between vowels and consonants, sentence structures and parts of speech. Discernment is present at every step of the way. The same is true when learning to hear from God. Discernment is always present. It's possible to discern wrong, especially when you are first starting to learn to hear from God. But as your relationship with Him grows deeper and deeper, and you become more and more familiar with Him, you naturally begin to discern correctly, that it is truly His voice, because you know Him, you know His character, and you know how He talks. The greatest source of confusion for people when it comes to discernment is that they aren't sure if they're hearing from God or from their own mind. God is not the author of confusion. God never speaks things that would contradict or oppose his word in scripture or his will for your life. He only speaks in accordance with his word and his will. We know we are hearing from God when what is said aligns with the scripture. When we hear something that doesn't align, then we know it's not from God. It's our own mind. Even the word of God itself discerns. Hebrews 4 and 12 says, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Our mind is part of our soul, which is separate from our spirit. So if we're hearing from our mind instead of from God, it means that we're not listening for his voice in our spirit. We're listening in the wrong place. Let's go to the book of Acts, chapter 17. In Acts, chapter 17, starting in the 10th verse, it says, And the brethren immediately sent away Paul and Silas by night unto Berea, who coming thither went into the synagogue of the Jews. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness of mind, and searched the scriptures daily, wherever those things were so. 
Therefore many of them believed, also of honorable women which were Greeks, and of men not a few. The Jews searched the scriptures daily to see if what Paul was saying was really from God or not. They were testing Paul's message from God against the word of God that they had at that time to see if they aligned. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 21 in the English Standard Version says, But test everything, hold fast what is good. In doing this, they gave us a practical example of discernment and action. They put forth the effort, and they took the time to make sure that Paul's message really did come from God, and they rightly discerned that it was truly from God. It was because they rightly discerned that they then accepted what he said and believed it. Their act of discernment was so important that it grew and changed their understanding of God. They were able to come to knowledge of Jesus Christ and be saved by him. The other way that we can discern and know for sure that it is God speaking to us is when it is truth that is being spoken. God only speaks truth. It is not within his nature or his character to lie. We know that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. We know that his words are spirit and they are truth. And we know that God is not a man that he should lie. John 16 and 13 in the ESV reads, When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority. But whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. In the era of pervasive lies and universal deceit that we live in today, we not only need to hear from God for ourselves, so that we can hear the truth straight from he who is himself truth, we also need to operate in discernment, in the natural, so that when we are listening to other sources and other people, we can discern between what is true and what is false. The word of God, written by the God who is himself truth, is the greatest standard of truth that we have in this world. When we hear something and aren't sure if it's true or false, we need to measure it against the word of God. The word is always the ultimate authority on truthfulness. If something contradicts the truthfulness of God's word, then it isn't true. Whenever we're not sure, we just need to test it against the word. If the source or the person we are listening to denies that Jesus is Lord, then we need to automatically question the truthfulness of what they say to us. When people are against God and against Christianity, it's safe to assume that most of what they say to us won't be true. A person who doesn't follow the Lord will always have a different understanding of truth than we do. We need to be very careful about who we listen to and whose word that we consider to be authoritative. The purpose of a lie is to deceive, and the purpose of deception is to lead astray. When we listen to the wrong sources, it opens up the door for us to be led astray. Let's go to the book of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, in the 11th verse, it says, And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned, who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. We need to be vigilant in vetting what we're listening to and what we allow ourselves to hear. The third way that we discern truth from lies is the Spirit of God within us. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. When we have Jesus living within us, it entails that the truth is within us. And since we already have the truth within us, when we hear lies and falsehoods, we will have a feeling in our spirit, a knowing, a certainty within us, because the Holy Spirit warns us. 
The Lord is our shepherd. He guides us and he protects us and he prevents us from being led astray. He takes us by the hand and he leads us into all truth. He guides us and he doesn't lose his sheep. As we saw earlier in John chapter 16 and verse 13, it says, How be it, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. He has come and we have accepted him. And now if we put our trust in him, he will now guide us into all truth. The truth is dangerous to those still living under their fallen nature, because truth by nature exposes lies for what they are. In an era where telling the truth is becoming more and more rare, it is absolutely crucial that we are able to hear from God for ourselves. The greatest lesson that Christianity and that the Holy Spirit can teach us is that we can hear from God for ourselves. Many people are waiting for the next prophet or evangelist to come into town so they can get a word from God. This is good, and it has its place, but we can't rely completely on other people to hear from God for us. There may come a time when there is no prophet or evangelist around, and we need a word from God and won't be able to get one. We don't need a man to mediate between us and God. That was the role of the high priest in Israel under the Old Covenant. When Jesus came, he became our mediator so that we wouldn't have to rely on other men. He made it so that we can both talk to and hear from God for ourselves freely. It's important that we train ourselves and cultivate our spiritual hearing so that we can hear that still, small voice of God within our spirit. And it's important that we cultivate our sense of discernment and operate in it so that we can discern between the truth and the lies. God can never be silenced. He is forever in control and will forever be speaking to us if we are only willing to listen to him and to heed his words. He is truth, and truth is eternal. The world can try to hide it, but it's always there. It's our job to hear the truth, speak the truth, and stand on the truth, no matter what that entails. Telling the truth is a revolutionary act, and the times that we live in call for revolutionary measures. Hosea 14 and 9 in the ESV says, Whosoever is wise, let him understand these things. Whoever is discerning, let him know them. For the ways of the Lord are right, and the upright walk in them, but transgressors stumble in them. Let's make the choice today to discern and hear God's voice speaking to us. Let's close in prayer. Lord, we thank you for discernment, Lord God. We thank you for truth and that you are truth, where we trust in you. And give us the wisdom to know when we hear truth and when we hear lies and to tell the difference. Lord, and cultivate our spiritual hearing, Lord. Open up our spiritual ear. Teach us by your Holy Spirit to hear your voice and to know it, Lord. We desire to recognize your voice. We don't want to be confused when you speak to us. We want to know definitively that it's you. And we want that because you are our friend, Lord God. And Lord, we thank you for hearing from you and for discernment. And we thank you for all that that's going to do within our lives and in the lives of those around us. And Lord, we ask that you are blessed and we ask all glory and honor and power to your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you want to rightly discern and hear from God for yourself, and if you want to have Jesus as a part of your life today, all you need to do is to invite Jesus into your heart to be your personal Lord and Savior. You then need to repent of your sins and ask for his forgiveness. Then you trust that you've been forgiven and you ask for his free gift of eternal life. 
If you've prayed this from a sincere heart and you truly meant it, then you are now a part of the family of God. Welcome to God's family. We want to thank everybody for listening today. We appreciate you spending your time with us. If you would like to give us feedback and tell us how much you appreciate this show, you can contact us at kingswordbiblestudy at gmail.com. And if you would like to learn more about this program and this ministry, you can visit kingswordbible.com. We appreciate also if you write a review wherever you're listening to this podcast from. And if you follow and subscribe so that more people can hear the King's Word for themselves. God bless you. We want you to know that we love you all. And we will see you next week as we continue to study the King's Word together.